It's premiere week on The Kelly Clarkson Show. And we've got music's biggest stars all week long. Performances by John Legend, Little Big Town, Machine Gun Kelly, and Common. And appearances by Usher, Josh Groban, Queen Latifah, and more. Get ready, y'all. The Kelly Clarkson Show, all new season two. Weekdays at 3 on NBC Bay Area. Yo, yo, it's the Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. Hey, my loves, this is Davey. I want you all to just stand with me as we boycott. What we boycotting today? We boycotting ourselves. <laughs> boycotting the Life is Dope Podcast. Yes. <sighs> when you said, hey, my loves, that shit just threw me. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. True story. Hey, I love us. But we'll explain what that means later. Um, We got another special guest in the building rocking with us today. We should say guest host. Ooh, Ew. She does this shit. She's not Ew. just here just cause. Certified. She ain't new to this. She's true to this. True to the game. And she got receipts. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. You can check my website. Oh, oh. No shade. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Hella problematic out the gate. But well, no. we got Miss J Harris in the building. Let's make some noise for Miss J. Hey. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. No doubt. And I said your name correctly. You did. It's not Jai. For all you Facebook people that see me in public, it's not Jai. It's Jay. My name is Jacqueline. All right. And spell it right. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm saying, though. Hesapisto is three letters. Shit. So we got her in the building with us. She going to shop it with us. But uh, Dave, how you feeling, bro? Man, I just want to say that uh, Netflix offered me uh, $100,000. To do life is dope. Uh, and did, did you approach them, or happened? they approached you? You know, I don't want to get into the specifics of that part. <laughs> so, are we boycotting or not? Nah? Fuck no. Hell no. Is anybody in here down to boycott Netflix? Hell no. Especially on Monique's behalf. No. <laughs> like, can we be honest? You know, Monique beat the shit out of the girl last time I seen her. Like I'm what? not on Precious. Yes. Yeah. Like we're not. Yeah, man. We ain't even think about Precious no more. Did, didn't, didn't Precious come on Netflix? Didn't they have it on there for a little bit? If it, it was, it's not there no more. I mean, not like a premiere, but... Uh, I don't know, man, but Monique is bugging. We can't stand behind that one. We brought the culture, but you know, shit. I, I mean, Monique got a resume or whatever, but, but she she's really not... Though? But I'm saying she's not like that I mean, funny, funny. The Parkers like, and yeah. Precious. And she made a couple appearances on Moesha. Come on. Yeah. You know, I tried to make the argument that she should have at least got, you know, a million. However... No. My first point is that she should not have a Netflix special at all. Yeah, it wouldn't be funny. True. Um, but if she is, you know, just give her a million. No, nah, but on the flip, does Amy Schumer deserve 13 million? No. No. Absolutely doesn't. not. Yeah. How much but does she deserve? she's a white woman in America. What do you expect? Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know if we real. can play the race card on Netflix. Yeah, I, think, I think with her, you kind of can because it, she doesn't have... The chops to have gotten what she's gotten, but but, she but is, maybe that's like one of their like standard numbers. But, is but she like Monique popular? came to them like, "Yo, give me a check," and they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, right. okay, they had five hundred thousand. But yeah. as far as and the then they saw precious. Yeah, what, like, no. what white <laughs> what white woman comedian would we put before Amy Schumer? Ooh, I don't besides know. Roseanne. Uh. 
Anybody want to chime in? Anybody know white women comedians? <laughs> I know. We got you know. Jeremy Pape in the back. What? Uh, Sarah Silverman? Right. Sarah Silverman? Sarah Silverman? But the other chick, she already had What's the chick with the funny voice? See, that's the thing. We See, can't we even, don't even... Yeah, all, of them, all the ones I can think of already have a Netflix special. So, so that's, that's why that's why oh, yeah. Amy Schumer yeah. got $12 million because... Yeah. Oh, well, the Kimmy Schmidt girl. She's fucking funny. Kimmy Schmidt will give her $13 She's funny. Million? No, She's she gets 500000 too. They should yeah. just give everybody 500000 Fuck it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a flat rate. Good number. Give us like 100 Dollars each. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that shit right now. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> right. They can just pay my phone bill and I'm good. <laughs> like, but, yeah, right but, but here's but here's what we're finding out more about the story was that um, Monique actually approached Netflix right. about doing that changed special. the whole aspect, and they that's told her to audition, which is you know that's kind of I don't know. Like if you win an Oscar, they told you know, they told D Ray to audition too. Really? Yeah. And he auditioned, and he got a special. Right. <laughs> exactly. He said it was the most money he ever made, so he probably got five hundred thousand too, and just didn't complain about it. <laughs> so. He might have got ten thousand. Right. Good. Like D Ray's been in a lot of movies. A though. lot of, and he's actually a funny. Lot. He's probably That's played like the the gangster in all of the movies. He's somebody's cousin, in and he's light skinned as fuck. So I mean, come yeah, on, that like he's. He's already got it. That's what it was. He's light skinned. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. What else? Is, <laughs> what else is happening in the world, bro? Um, you know, we did get to talk about H and M. Oh yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we care about it anymore? No. 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 I don't it, know. It just came and went. I think you know all that happens. That happens often with ads and stuff. It's mm. like what's new, you know. But right. at the end of the day, I have some really dope shit from H and M that I'm still gonna wear. Like I, I think can't. I bought this shirt from H and M. Yes. Mm. I got these kicks from my daughter. I think I, I, think <laughs> I got this hoodie from H&M. We are losing the culture for us today. I know. We're <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> but while we're on it, it's a good segue into one of the topics we want to talk about today. So, black outrage being the new advertisement tool. Do you think that's a thing? I mean, I think that, like... It's not real because people are only outraged with their Twitter fingers. Like, nobody is right. actually doing anything. Right. Other than them cats that tore the fuck up out of H&M. They tore a couple H&Ms up. Which was pointless. It was hella pointless because they went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like the retail employees didn't make that You are defeating the purpose of the whole movement, my brothers. Right. But, no, I think, I think, like, with social media, it's all kind of a joke these days. Like, everybody just can't wait to find something to get turned up off of like what happened today who we gonna go off on who we gonna boycott are we gonna turn our pictures black today like Mm -hmm. get the fuck up and do something like see that's our theory is that that's how these companies advertise now is if you can get black twitter to react then you're winning absolutely i agree with that i mean if you think about how like tommy lauren has become so popular Mm -hmm. It was mainly just from pissing black people off. She covered all the things, all the things that black people care about. Beyonce, Colin Kaepernick. Then we get fake mad, and then we make hella memes. Yes. And I've never seen so many designers make a damn remake of a picture. Oh that my quick, god! The Every way they graphic did the designer cool, yeah. in the city put a crown on that little black boy. I was like, like, yo, I've seen niggas using mixtape covers with him on there now. Like, <laughs> y'all just <laughs> got creative. Flyers for Martin Luther King Day, like, yeah. So I'm like, on. man, do we care or is it just it's hype? It's it's hype. I think it's it's that group thing, group think. Yeah. Like everybody just wants to like 
be a part of something. Like right. if if somebody's like if if a group of people is doing something, then everybody's like, I got to be a part of that too. I, I got to. I'm part of the movement, but it's it's not real. Like it only lasts for like 24 hours, man. and you forget about it. Right. Like and and the sad part is that's happening a lot with like you know with the police brutality and kids dying like you forget these kids so quickly because it's just like so much hype and then it's like oh there's a new one let's hype this one up oh there's new but it's like nobody's holding on to it nobody's creating anything around it nobody's actually making any moves around it it's just like what are we mad at today it's a trend it's a hashtag it's a trend Mm -hmm. yeah like probably the luckiest person might be Kevin Hart because his whole infidelity just is like so far back in the news segment. Yeah, like no one even cares that he. I think because it's just certain personalities. Like when certain people do so, it's like oh shit, that was Kevin Hart. Right. Offset got caught up twice. I don't think Offset keeps getting in trouble, and so much news keeps happening. But you know what? Like Offset just doesn't talk. Right. (laughs) I've never heard him talk. It's like okay, he didn't say anything, so it must not be a thing. Certain people could just get away with things, like how Pape has that red rag on right now. Right. Like, people. Like, he's, he's in the middle of the east side. <laughs> like, flexing. But we like Pape, so it's like, it's Don't cool. walk out with me, is all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't walk outside with me. <laughs> it's cool, man. I'm so not here to get shot. Okay, I got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm chilling. Like, certain people get passes, fit. man, so I don't know. I don't know. Certain people get passes. Pape. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart can get away with things. Ray um, J's cheating now, if anybody cares. You who? Ray J. Ray J. Oh, we don't say that name on this show. Oh. We don't we don't? Oh. Fuck Ray J. We're oh. all still fighting. Let's Ray protest Ray J. <laughs> yeah. What Wait, because of the, the trunk thing? Did he put somebody was one of your girls went in the trunk back then? It wasn't in one of my one of my It's me, so I was Jay Harris, ladies and gentlemen. No, but hey, I was the one that broke the story about the truck. Oh, were you? Yeah, but we're not gonna go back to that. I just don't like Ray J. He's a weird person. He was mad you broke the story. He's just a weird person. True. The nigga had on a black beanie at the white party. It was odd. It was just odd. Everything was odd about that night, and we're not gonna go back there. Ray J is a great guy. He's he just seems like brother, bro. He just seems like just a, a hilarious guy. We're spending too much time talking about. Brandon, we we bro. are. We gotta keep. We going. might as well talk about <laughs> Bow Wow. Like shit. No, we're not gonna talk about <laughs> Bow Wow. I'm gonna tell you right what, now. Shot Moss. Shot up too. I don't know. Shad we had we had this conversation before, guys. Does anybody in here think Bow Wow is a legend? Hell no. Yes. I just worked on a show. <laughs> Everybody laughed. Damn. <laughs> Bow Wow is a legend. Like, you have to respect. Bow Wow's an no, ongoing no, he's joke not, on he's our not. show. I just, the last show I worked on was actually Growing Up Hip Hop mm-hmm. Boss Up Edition. Right. So, my cast from Boss Up had to, Flex had to, like, basically watch shows and, like, give their commentary on it. And I'm talking about Bow Wow is the most roasted human <laughs> on the planet today. Like, he is in the Guinness Book of World Records right now. Like, right. there was a scene where he could not get up in the SUV. Like, he needed a boost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't respect a man who needs a boost. Like, Pray for Bow Wow. That's not a whole man. Hashtag pray for Bow Wow. small, tiny human. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> At what <laughs> is Bow Wow? But is Bow Wow doing it on purpose at this point? Because he knows anything that he does. Bow Wow got gonna, guns. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna react. And I don't think he's gonna, doing it on purpose. I think it's just him. Really? I think that he's still caught in that like wave of when he was seven years old rapping. He still believes that that's his reality. I mean, he had a good little run when like he 10 was ten years. Yeah, absolutely, but. 
He's in. He's he's a history lesson. So what you're saying is you did he's not go to the scream tour the- when you were younger. <laughs> That's where, that's where it gets tricky, see, because mm-hmm. like, oh, I no. did not Get that go. same energy. Well, you know I'm an elder, so ah, yeah. I did not go. <laughs> what else we got, man? Or is it just that if it's, you just do too much corny stuff and it just offsets you just naturally offset. corny. It just like. offsets your, um, <laughs> your, your legendary stats. Mama. <laughs> I don't know. He's <laughs> lost all credibility. Like It's like Nick Cannon. Like oh. we just know Nick Cannon is corny now, so we just accept it. Like corny now, no. Nick Cannon has always been. Corny. No, that's what I'm saying though. But it's just Your like daddy okay, don't he's like not me with his song. He's corny. Like you can't. Why his are we talking about count. Nick? We'll never Cannon. talk about Nick Cannon's music ever. But he's corny in like such a popping way. Like Wildin' Out is hilarious. It is. And he got mad. Like, but he's so, so many corny businesses. on Wildin' Out. Like who the fuck styles him? I'm pretty sure this nigga had beads in his hair the last yeah, time with a, I tuned in. Yeah. But does it matter when you own like six businesses? That's I making a lot of a money. And Nick point. Cannon has hit some of the baddest ones. Like, he hit Kim before Ray That's J. a fact. He, he started the trend. Yeah. Damn, man. We just did a whole segment of Bow Wow, Ray J, and Nick Cannon. What else is going on in the world? Who's at our door? Damn, everybody got quiet. I <laughs> know. It's the police. It's it might be, it might be Who's at our door? Come on in. Well, it's locked. We're doing a show, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> if it's my child, I apologize. That's <laughs> all good. Parenthood is a beautiful thing. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. oh oh my shit. god <laughs> <laughs> what diva who invited this guy and in true fashion dj 5280 shuts the show down <laughs> this is my middle school best friend okay so like dope listeners um it's not odd because it's 5280 and he does his shit all the time yeah you got anything inappropriate to say bro no not today not today <laughs> Alright, man. What else? What you drinking a tall can of? Oh. Some Modelo. Okay. Come on, say what? That's our our resident gang member in the back. Keep it real, you know? He's a resident crip, and then we got the bloods in here. (laughs) (laughs) We got to balance it out. That's what the show's about. It's balance. Unity. 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 Oh, shit. Okay. So, shout out to, like, black media right now. Yes, I, I feel like shit is winning for real. But y'all watch Everyday Struggle? I do. I watch. I mean, not consistently. I mean, not since he left. But not since that whole shit happened with the Migos. Yeah. Not fun. It's weird seeing Star on. I was just about to say now. that like, is a terrible selection. Like for that that's show. he like really wants to fight academics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when Joe Budden was on that show, like it was cool because they would go back and forth. But like Star, like looks like he's about to beat. Oh, ass, so they got to get rid of that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't have another grown man just talking to me crazy like that. Like, but I say that to say this: Where do you think um, urban media is headed? Because it seems to be like a big boom right now of like podcasts, shows, web webisodes, things like that. Where well, do you see the future? I mean, I see big things for for urban media because working in the television television industry. Um, I know that like I worked on Bossa. That was the last show that I did, and they want more of it. You know, a lot of the networks, they just, they want to keep duplicating that, but with, like, all black cast. Like, right. they, they do love our opinions. They do love, like, our point of views on a lot of things that are happening. So, it is, it's our time. Like, it's time to capitalize on the movement while it's happening right now. Because if you don't jump on it now, 
you're gonna fuck up <laughs> basically like because they do love us they want to hear from us they you know like our opinion does matter at the end of the day so right 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 and especially in terms of you know when we're talking about like uh, like black twitter or twitter or just the group think as a whole being in an uproar how does the media tend to do damage control on those types of things like uh, like for example with the whole genuine situation and you know people thinking that he was or allegedly accusing him of being a transphobe because he didn't want to be uh, sexually assaulted by uh, a trans woman what's your thoughts on that you did a deep sigh no cause I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> Oh, cool. I don't no. I'm I'm out of the loop with a okay, lot, right. like with a lot of the gossipy stuff. I just kind of haven't been in that zone lately. Word, so word, word. please enlighten me. So so recently, or not so recently, what happened was that uh, genuine. He's on what is it? Big the brother, UK Big Brother. Yeah, and uh, they were all just like sitting around and they were having a conversation about you know like would you date a, a trans woman? And they got the genuine and. Um, one of the guests on there, uh, she's a, a trans woman, and had asked Genuine if he would date a trans woman, which you know he said no. And then she tried she sexually to assaulted she him. tried to kiss him, you know, like she put oh, she put her arm around him and was like, "Give me a kiss." And then he and he was like, "Oh wait, hold on, hey, hey, back up, wait a minute." Pop like out of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so everyone seems to be up in, a, in an uproar because they feel like that was like a, a transfer. I just gesture think like you cannot force your beliefs and stuff on other people and then do shit like that and expect them to right. not react to it, you know. So I don't think he was wrong for that. I think he was just being honest, you right. know, with, with how he feels. It was just and, his opinion. And, yeah. Nobody can have an opinion. And it's like, yeah, nobody can have an opinion. And, and we can accept each other. Like, everybody's beautiful and all yeah. that great shit. But don't push your shit on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not obligated to believe what you believe or feel how you feel or accept the things you accept. Because... Right. That's not my reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their own reality, their own path that they're walking. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of suicide. There's a lot of, like, things that kind of the bullying. There's so many other things that they have to deal with just on a daily basis that for us to come in and give our little two-shit, bullshit opinion, it it just kind of perpetuates the negativity. But in that case, we shouldn't talk about anybody ever. Absolutely. And, and what I don't like is when gay and transgender is being compared to black. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they that's two completely different things. But there's always, like, this whole, like, movement about, like, you know, they, they, they feel our struggles. And, like, no, because your sexuality and what you choose to do. And, and it's not a, always a choice because I know people that I went to middle school with, elementary school with. You knew they was gay right. out the gate. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like... That some people are born that way, but some people do make those choices too. So mm-hmm. it is a touchy thing. But at the end of the day, it's like to each his own. Just it's it's, it's just a lot. There's there's a lot of different things. That I think that we're the not. The rabbit hole goes deep. The rabbit hole is hella deep. Well, since we're getting canceled anyway, uh, how do you feel about <laughs> me too? <laughs> right. <laughs> Put both feet in. Oh, me too. Why did you ask me about that? Because I I'm because horrible. we've had because we've had so many. Male guests, yeah, and we have had a chance. It, to it, talk it, just about seems, it just seems so out of, I think out of that, place to talk about it without a woman present. Well, honestly, um, you know, like me working in the industry, um, and I've worked like before I even left Colorado. You catch me at any concert filming. Anybody in this room can testify to that. I've been on all the stages after the show. 
there's always that group of chicks that goes to the hotel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that now that all these women are coming out, it's more... And some of them have been assaulted. Like, and I, I'm proud of them for stepping up and saying, you know, like really, you know, speaking their truths because that's hard to do, you know. Yeah, and I, and I think um, something as 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 men, we don't realize how often it does happen. To it women. absolutely. I, I think if happens. you talk to any woman, whether it's a friend or relative, there's probably a time in her life where she was either right. assaulted or harassed. Absolutely. Or There's no question. And and I've been in positions where I felt this pressure or somebody just came way hard and I'm like, bro, like I'm here working. Like right, I've right, never right, been right. that chick. I'm just here to you know do my saying? time. Let me, you see I got my camera, I will film you and put your ass in jail. No, I'm just like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no but, but for real, like I, I have been in those positions where it was like, like these niggas are aggressive, they're rude, they're disrespectful. Um, so yeah, it happens. But right. the other thing that's happened is that these ladies regret some of the things they've done too. Mm. And then they're seeing all these other women come out and they're like, Oh, I fucked that nasty motherfucker too and right. I'm about to say something. Like, right. I didn't really want to do it, but I thought the nigga was gonna put me on and he didn't put me on, right. so I'm telling. Let me hop on this train but right I think that some some women are capitalizing on it and they're like, you know, gaining fame from it and gaining acknowledgement. But some women, I mean it and that's what's fucked up for the ones who have really gone through it. Right. right. That these other women are coming up and they're they're kinda of making it watered down or they're kinda of yeah. making it you know, We're gonna like, get desensitized to it, just like everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It, like, again. God and then damn. when they all start popping out like that, then you're like, okay, that shit's not real. So now you're not even taking their story seriously because right. of those women who came in just because they had some regret sex. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Ooh. it's 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 a tough <laughs> one. That just sparks something, or what? You need to make a phone call. Do you have some? <laughs> <laughs> you have some regret sex you'd like to talk about? Right. <laughs> who like, touched you? Regret that or not, who like, hurt I, you? Now I was I was thinking more like that that's a great point that you bring up is that it the lines are becoming so blurred with this movement is that um, you know we're we're we tend to be confusing regret sex with some sort of assault or with That's what happened right. with the Aziz. Yeah. You know, I haven't been yeah, following it too much, too. but mm-hmm. that's what I've been hearing. Like there's I mean there's a there's a distinct difference between being creepy and yeah. being a rapist. Well with Absolutely. Aziz basically in a nutshell, he was like you know how dudes be like, come on, just come on, let me, let me put the tip in, you know? And she was like, all right. And then afterwards, she's like, fuck, why do I let him put the tip in? Exactly. <laughs> and then cashed out real quick. Right. But, and then on the flip, like, we're just creeps. And yeah, we don't even realize really we're just creeps. So it's yeah. like, fuck, like, where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? It's a creepy fucking world when it comes to you guys. But I mean, like, and it's so natural for guys, and it's not a good thing at all that you don't even realize it. And that's what I mean. Where do you draw the line between, like, full-blown sexual assault and just that nigga's a creep? Right. You know what I mean? Because we all, growing up, we all knew the creepy old guy or just you'll be in elementary and you touch a girl's butt or something. Like, that's not cool. Like, I'll beat you a little fifth grader asses if you touch my daughter. Consent is probably where we draw the line. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, like... You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah. Mentally, we gotta deprogram ourselves to do creep, creep shit, creep, creep shit too. <laughs> I do none of that shit, but uh, creep shit, man. Like, and we are not even aware we're doing it, so it's just. A but you know, society. I think the other thing that goes with it is that a lot of these men, they're not used to being told no. They're mm. used to like women it's always wanting men in power. to. Yeah, exactly. Like women 
they'll, they'll do whatever because they're looking at a different picture. They're looking at what they can get from it and how they can get on. So it's like these cats, like they're not used to anybody turning them down. So when they do, it's like they don't take it seriously sometimes, you know. And, and again, I've been in that type of position where it's like, no, bro, like this is not going down. And they're like, but you came to the room. No, I came because you asked me to film you fucking doing a bullshit documentary that's never going right. to go anywhere. Like, right. come on. <laughs> like, so. Damn, that's a specific. Shots fired. All right, okay. But no, so, but, but that's real. Like, and like I said, like, a lot of those cats, when I would be filming their shows, they they would try to holler at me or whatever. Right. And they're not used to a woman not being down with that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because they're so used to going to all these different states and getting all these little groupies and all these people that want to follow the bus and do whatever, hop in the back of the truck. You know. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a different territory. For what about them. when the roles are reversed? Like I said, genuine should have said me too. Once the transgender tried to kiss him and he didn't want it, but absolutely, no, nobody would have cared. Nobody like, absolutely would have cared. Got a point? I mean, like she tried to kiss him and he was like, "Nah," and it was, then he got in trouble. But here's where it gets tricky: is because, of course, I think consent definitely goes both ways. But for the most part, men can defend themselves nah. from women. There's a lot of women that'd be my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being honest. I know a lot of women that could defend not, themselves pretty well. It's so not a lot that, that could beat my ass, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> he really tried to get us. Kevin looks like Jay. She's like, I'll beat y'all ass right now. <laughs> and if you think you can, no, I'm kidding. Um, anyways, um, so you said that you work with Boston. I did. So let's get into what you do. Let's get into what I do. What do I do? I am a content creator. I work in network television and... I write a lot of the shows, um, and yes, some reality shows are soft, softly scripted. Um, not giving away too many jewels, but we're, I'm a content creator. I create original shows, and we send them to networks. They get picked up, and we go for seasons. Ooh, what's some of the... It shows on your resume if you want to flex um, a little bit. Yeah, I don't have nothing to flex on you. Know no, but I did. Um, I did Love and Hip Hop season three. Um, I've done Bossa, Ricky Smiley. I've worked on Black Girls Rock. I mean, I've done a bunch of stuff. Um, I've worked for VH1, MTV, TV One. I mean, pretty much any network that you can think of. Mm. In the four years that I was in Atlanta, I did 22 shows. Damn. So how much uh, how much was traveling like so pertinent to your success? Traveling was a huge deal. Um, when I was in Colorado, I was doing a lot of like music videos and local stuff, but nothing that I could really put on my resume. Right. So it took for me to leave to go to Atlanta to really break into the industry. And as soon as I did my first gig, I went, I mean, I just kept climbing the ladder. Um, what's crazy is on Love and Hip Hop, Love and Hip Hop is a 10 month run, which is very rare for a network show. Mm. Usually they'll go about three months, but they do 10 months because they have so many cast members and so many storylines to keep up with. But it keeps you locked down for basically a whole year. Right. Um, and I was season three, so a lot of the people that were there have been there since season one. But they were in the same positions that they were in season one. So if they were like talent drivers season one, they were still talent drivers season three. So I think that's where we bumped heads a little bit because 
I'm just not a stagnant person. Like, it, if I can't grow in a company, then I have to leave the company. Right. Period. So, with Love & Hip Hop, um, they saw that I had a lot of skills, but they wanted to keep me at this same level. So, but I got really close to the owner of the company. Mm. So, me and him would talk, and he knew what I was bringing to the table. But then, when he found out, like, the position and the pay, things had to change. But that kind of ruffled some feathers among, you know, amongst the... the um, the other producers because right. they had been there all these years and they never tried to like excel or grow because they were just like oh we're working with Mona so let me just right. you know be this little like puppet that doesn't but I'm not that person especially if I've relocated and I've changed my whole life to like be a part of this industry I'm not just gonna sit there and be in the same position it's just not it's right. not me so um so I didn't go back because they wanted to offer me the same position and the same pay. So I, I declined. But then, like, two weeks later, MTV called me and gave me a higher position. I did Super Sweet 16 um, for Regine, Lil Wayne. Okay. And, um, and after that, I stopped having to apply for jobs. Right. The job started coming to me. So, so it was very necessary to It was very necessary to leave. And for me, leaving was about acquiring the knowledge. Like, I, I've always had this goal, even, like, with college. I was the first generation to go to college in my family, you know. Mm. So I knew that whatever I learned in college, I wanted to bring it back home. I wanted to teach. So before I left Colorado, I was teaching film classes. And, you know, I, would just, I just wanted to share whatever knowledge I acquired to people who didn't have the access that I had. Right. Um, so it's the same thing with leaving to go to Atlanta and getting all these jewels. I have formulas for so many different types of shows. Like any format that you can think of, I have a formula for it. You word, know? Word. And so I bring those formulas home with me now. Yeah. And so my goal here, now that I'm back in Colorado, is to be known as one of the major content creators here um, for original programming. I think that... There's enough talent here to have a major show that's Colorado-based on every network. I agree 100%. Food Network, BET, MTV, I mean, every network, I think that we can create something mm. that's Colorado-based, and we become the new Atlanta. Mm. Word. So, so what do you think's been the... Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to laugh at your own question. There's no. some shit you shouldn't say. You no, okay? it wasn't the question. It was you said the new Atlanta. Uh, I was like, uh, hold on now. Well, no, not, not in that sense. We... <laughs> We, we, we off that. We, off that. <laughs> we are off of that. Anyway, uh, what's the craziest behind-the-scenes moment that's happened? Ooh. Okay, the craziest. It? Yes. I, Even I can if talk you can't talk about it, talk I'm about talking it. about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Love & Hip Hop on this one. And this is because, you know, like, for me, like, some people see me as, like, some conscious namasta vegan sister. I'm not her. The hair <laughs> I'm not that chick. Not the hair I like up. incense. I'm from Park Hill. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> that's right. Claim your set. A lot of people were coming at me and they were like, you know, you're supposed to be a conscious sister and you're working on these shows that are like perpetuating the stereotypes against us and da 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 da. And there were times that I was working on those shows and I felt like that. Like, right. I'm, I'm a part of this shit. Like, I'm creating. But we had, we had a white woman who was our showrunner. So she wrote the scenes. But because I was there, she'd have to run it by me. And I would be like, we don't do that. We're mm. like, she'd be like, okay, let's have her come in and sing and do, do, do. Like, you know, joking and jiving. And I'm like, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I can uh, sing, I'm not just going to. Exactly. She just looked like a whole Tyler Perry play. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. she wrote a scene where um, one of the cast members was coming in to a party. And 
it was already set up that she was going to get jumped by some of the other ladies damn. in the party. And so, I mean, I battled it. I fought with this lady. So, damn, y'all was even right in the jumping? Like, dude, I mean, because I'm, you when you know two people, like, yeah. we, we have to do these interviews with them. You know, we have to do cast insights daily, sometimes weekly. And we know who got beef. We know who's going to run up on somebody the next time they see him. We know. So, we schedule them. We don't tell them who they're shooting with. And shit goes down. And so, that night I had to be um, a talent wrangler. For the girl who was going to get beat up. Mm. And so I walked her into the scene. And I'm on the walkie. And they're like, yo, you got to take her drink out of her hand and send her in. And I'm like, what the fuck? But they didn't <laughs> take the other girl's drinks out of their hands. You know what I'm saying? So I have to take her stuff, cue her in. She goes in. She gets stole on. Damn. Out the gate. It's Jocelyn, all right? It wasn't Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn kicked me out of her house one time. But anyway, that's a whole different oh. story. <laughs> she has a house? Damn. She Damn. had a house. Damn. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, so I had to walk her in the scene. She got she got handled pretty nicely. But then I'm still her talent wrangler, so I had to walk her out. Uh, <laughs> so she tried to fight me. Uh, <laughs> and so, and I got hands. Like, we don't want to go there, but I need my job. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, play. Yeah, we, you better know. <laughs> Google me. And I'm just playing. But um, so it was like, that was one of the scenes that was really like, this isn't really where I want to go in right. this industry. This is not the kind of thing that I want to continue to, you know, be behind and, you know, put my name on. So, um, so that kind of pushed me to doing shows that were more based on like goals or like people with talent or people who like felt good after we filmed them. Like I did makeover shows. No ass whooping setups. No more ass whooping setups, you know? So that, that was one of the things that really kind of like changed like my perspective. Like everybody's so hyped, like, oh, it's love and hip hop. Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like I will be Mona Scott. At some point in my career, but I feel that people are hungry for something else now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen, now we're watching these reality shows just to say, well, at least my life is not like that. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, we're going to want something to look forward to or something to hold on to, a goal, something that feeds us. And a lot of these shows don't feed us. And that's why, like, I feel like it's time to create those things because people don't know what they're missing because they haven't been exposed to it yet. Word. So that's what's next for Jay Harris? That's what's next for So me. I'm curious, what does the check look like for your soul when you sign up for Love and Hip Hop? Like, is <laughs> that it, check was short as fuck. <laughs> Let me tell you. like. I mean, for like the talent. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Different talent. Gets, some, some of them don't get paid shit, to be perfectly honest. Um, and then you get paid based on the appearances you make. Mm, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you don't make an episode, you don't get paid for that whole episode so well shit we're gonna have you come back because we got a lot to talk about with you i'm asking you this question real quick one piece of love knowledge advice anything you would leave for the world what would that be if you want something you gotta work for it like you cannot just look to everybody else for your dream you know what i'm saying like since i've come home i've had so many people in my inbox that want me to create their dream for them but they haven't put in the work i put in the work i grinded i went to college i left home i left i went to atlanta with three bins of clothes in my camera equipment you know what i'm saying and i left and i and i never called home and asked for shit like i grinded my way through that whole process got my own cribs got several cars like i did that by myself no 
nobody helped me with that. You know Talk what I'm to saying? Her. Okay. So it's like now when I come home and cats are like getting mad at me because I'm not putting all my energy into their shit. It's like, what are you putting into it? And all that's right. why I am going to start charging motherfuckers for consulting. Tax because yep. I put in work for, for everything that I have and every bit of knowledge that I've acquired. And as much as I want to pass it out and give it to everybody, y'all got to work for it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit didn't come free to me and it's not going to come free to you. So, I just say grind out if that's what you want. And I'm calling out all the filmmakers. The other day, I put a post up and mm-hmm. I called out all the... Who are the filmmakers in Colorado? Because I feel like we... if we we ever come together it's gonna be to create something that represents us and shows like what we have to offer here and the more that we're competing instead of like combining and collaborating right it's not it's it's just doing us a disservice in atlanta they do work together you know what i'm saying the different rappers the different film crews they do come together we don't do that here you know what i'm saying right so i am calling out all the filmmakers you know what i'm saying and there's more to offer than i think like photo shoots and music video absolutely like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that you guys want to start shooting like documentaries or all sorts right. of different stuff that can go too. to network stuff we can put on our resumes yeah man like my life is dope yeah like the life exactly. is dope show exactly yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> yes. what's your budget <laughs> what's your budget yes I'm gonna get, get into shirt. that later but man what's your budget we appreciate you for coming thank through thank you thank y'all you make some noise for Miss J Thank you guys. Wait, so real, real quick, how can how can people find you? How can people follow you? Jay Harris, J A I Harris on everything. Word, word, cool. We appreciate you going to get into our next guest in a minute. We'll be right back, y'all. Hey, sleep. Okay, so we're back. We got another guest in the building. Giggling. <laughs> Giggling. <laughing>. Giggling. <laughs> Hashtag pape laugh. <laughs> yeah, we was talking about our uh, new H&M line that's coming out. <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of it? The, uh, the uh, scariest monkey in the hood. <laughs> I'm the model blood. Let's go ahead and make some noise my man Jeremy Pape. Hey. Hey, how you doing, brother? So awesome. How are you? I'm chilling, man. So but, yeah. I've been hanging out in the back, so you yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Let the people know who you are and what you do real quick. I'm not shit, man. I'm just a fucking... Uh, <laughs> I'm a video director from uh, Toronto, Canada, by way of Denver, Colorado, I guess, other way around. But okay. yeah, from the box. I uh, got Rick Rubin over there. That's that, that's the Rick Rubin to my Jay-Z. Oh, my that's Jason, Jason Coates. Coates in the back. Yeah. Are we rocking with Rick Rubin right now? Because I don't like what he did with Eminem. Man, oh. I think that, you know. What happened? Inform us. Just as far as, like, his production selection on that album? Yeah. Oh, okay. I no, thought he, like, really did some shit. Eminem doesn't know how to choose beats. Eminem is so uh, Yeah, he just is an idiot, right? I'm, what? <laughs> <laughs> with the beats, bro. With the beats. With the beats. He's not an idiot. He just know how to choose beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the beats. With the beats. With the beats. Eminem fan? Uh no, I mean I I like I would I wouldn't turn him off if it was on, but yeah. I'm not actively listening to him. But you wouldn't I'm not, turn him on. Yeah, I wouldn't turn him on. No. Pause. Uh, who are you? <laughs> who are you a fan of? Right? Uh, from Canada, so you guys from like Dra- worship Drake. Yeah, what? Drake, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, The Weeknd, uh, sure. Roy Woods. Yeah, you like my producer. Yeah. Uh, Division. He's laughing. <laughs> Division. Like the, like the weekend is a super popular artist. You just gonna name all Canadian artists? Only. I see what you did. I see what you did. 
Like boxing, we gotta stand day. together, bro. <laughs> Solidarity, bro. <laughs> boxing Day, Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> so is it like popping to be from Canada now because of Drake? Or nah, it's been just... popping, bro. Fuck, Ooh, bro. Do you like six? grandma. Six. <laughs> Climb the six. We've been lit, just... bro. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know it was called the six until Drake called it that. I was like, oh, that's what we're calling it. I was always calling it Toronto, but yeah. <laughs> different strokes for different folks, I guess, right? He's made that shit up, huh? Yeah, he's like, I mean, if, I mean, he wakes up a lot of shit that's very cool now. So. Yeah, work, work, yeah, work. I'm not... Hey, if white people can rename stuff, so can Drake. Hey, yeah, right? Take it back, Drake. Take it back. <laughs> Fuck us. Fuck us, white people. We ain't shit. Just say it. <laughs> we ain't shit, bro. It's your thing, bro. <laughs> we don't want to ask pay me the questions. We just gonna let, just be paid. Just gonna let them just sound Next off. topic. Right, right, right. Just, just go. Oh, yeah. Sex robots. Yeah, sex man. robots. Okay, it. let's talk about this. We've been wanting to talk about sex robots. Especially but we as had a married man. Yeah, man. Yeah, fascinated, fascinated, fascinated. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I said, man. I said publicly, like... <sighs> Sex robots or something else, man. Like, let me find one of them sex robots that I'd look give like a, whirl. a certain somebody, man. Right. Y'all know who I Like, anybody. Y'all know who Aisha Diaz? Nigga, let me find Aisha <laughs> Diaz sex robot. Me and my wife gonna have a talk. Wow. <laughs> She's moving in. But okay. I know you. You got one, don't you? Got a couple. <laughs> I got one. I got one in the car for the roadhead. Oh, I got I got one in the in the bathroom for the I shower sex. <laughs> Uh, shout out Dream robots. Babe also. Alright, alright. Yeah, yeah, man. Married to what the fuck? Yeah. And definitely gotta have like a, robots. A, a sex robot transformer so you know like one where like the back of her head turns into like a flat screen. So Yo you're hitting it from the back and watching ESPN. Yeah. And Makes quesadillas while you're just when you make her come, she just pops out a quesadilla. Man, that's like <laughs> That's twenty twelve. What do we need? Or twenty uh eighteen. Like, hey man, get your shit together. Man, you see they're on Twitter. They're mad though. They're like the sex robot ain't gonna give you a warm towel though. Right? Like, even y'all need to <laughs> like having sex. Like, what are y'all mad at us for? Y'all just don't like men to be happy. Yeah. Uh oh, hold up, DJ Fifty Two Eddie. What you oh, guys say? On. Let's go. Come here, come here, bro. Come on. Come on. Hey, my thing is, is okay, ladies. So, oh. hold up, hold up. <laughs> come here, bro. Because everybody right. be like Fifty Two Eddie be in the back. We can't even hear this. First nigga. of all, we're not co-signing this until yeah, I hear all of it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> This is so any lady who could guarantee a hundred percent that her man ain't gonna cheat if he had one of these dolls, that'd be every nigga's Christmas present from here to the end of time. Mm-hmm. Like, real shit. That's true. It's I mean, just, if I the mean, sex doll's gonna keep you at home, hey, well, she should be keeping you at home. Yeah, it, it, come on, man. When does that work? Hey, man. I mean, let's be honest, bro. The women want them sex dolls too, though. They're gonna be exactly. bumping cats. I mean, we gonna get tired of sex dolls too. We're gonna get tired of sex. Fifty two eighty said, "What's the difference from having a dildo?" That's that's a fact. But you know, anything men do, the shit is automatically super creepy. Women got like bro. severed penises, fidget spinner dongs and shit, but <laughs> <laughs> we can't have no robots. Uh, anyway, All right, next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I, I want 
want to go to the first robot strip club, though. That's going to be lit. I do not, right. nigga. That shit sounds yeah. dangerous. about to look like Tron. Motherfuckers going to be short Do you want to hear my strip club story? It's uh, a pretty good one. Okay, about, it's it's about Welcome to the Dope Game. Let's hear, let's hear Pape's strip club story. Okay, so one time, I don't know if you guys know uh, Kid Hum, wonderful producer here in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, him and I, we, we, did some, uh, we did some shrooms, and then we did some acid, and then we did some molly. Yeah, dropping molly a dime together. on Kid Hum? Like, what well, no, nah, <laughs> he's cool now. <laughs> this was back in the day. We, we were sober now. Like more than seven years past the <laughs> statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah. Seven months. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But y'all did hella drugs. Hella drugs. We go into this strip club, Shotgun Willie's. Wonderful experience. Shout out to Shotgun Willie's. And uh, we're having a lovely time. We're tripping balls, and the girls just like turning into like the ocean, and it's just like a beautiful experience. And and then all of a sudden, uh, too beautiful, and I just start throwing up violently all over her. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and then all of a sudden, I feel this big fucking hand on my shoulder, and I'm like, oh man, this is like shitty you, right you threw up on her yes on her. like on her on her and uh <laughs> and i'm like of course He's like i should definitely be escorted away from this evening and we should call it a night and the man puts his hand on my shoulder and i look up and he's like jeremy pay and i'm like yeah he's like, welcome to the dope game and i'm like yeah man <laughs> And he's like, let me just get you cleaned up. She'll wipe off the stage. It'll be fine. Let's get you a Shotgun Willie's t-shirt. Do you need another beer? And See, we just continue to we just continue to do it until oh. the end of the That day. goes back to when he walked in, I was like, Paper just gets away with shit. Yo. We would have shot the fuck up. Obnoxious. You threw up on her, bro. And then you got some free shit. Yeah. Hopefully we tipped well. That's that's amazing. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if that was <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like Sometimes it's just a laugh. White privilege. <laughs> White privilege. <laughs> <laughs> well, I threw up a <laughs> I didn't get a t-shirt. I was say, man. Welcome, you should have told them welcome to the dope game, bro. But I didn't throw up on a dancer. It was like off in the corner somewhere. Else. See, that's creepy. Y'all just be you got to be, you gotta be loud and proud about like, it. You I was say, just Thank you for dancing That's what we me. do. Y'all just throw up at strip clubs. I was just sitting in the corner just with the spins. And you no, you gotta like. Hey, I'm gonna call it a night, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna hit y'all later. That's it for me, y'all. Thanks, my loves. <laughs> See you later, my loves. Hey. You got any other interesting stories? Because I feel like it's just. We're about to just make it the best. <laughs> I mean, just. Uh, yeah, I got So tons. you and Jason, man. What, what's the name of the company? Collective Culture. Word. We make dope shit. You guys travel the world filming yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're very blessed. We're very blessed. It's, what would you it's say is to... your most favorite experience or video or project that you guys have done to date? To date? Fuck. Uh, Costa Rica was so fun. Costa Rica was dope. We like Costa went through like we traveled. Uh, we traveled the jungle and like did all this crazy shit. For FedEx. Yeah, for FedEx. We did like this little piece for them. Want to ask you that? So. Working with these major companies now, these corporate companies. Mm-hmm. How did you make that transition from like local music videos and shit to yeah. working how did, with? How do I get out the hood? Right. How do you, how you get out, out the, the hood? One on one. How'd you make it out the trap? White privilege again. <laughs> Just joking. Man, Is that man, like rude to joke about? Or? I don't know. I like, we'll find out. That's another one of the things we're paying to get away. It's like yo. 
But it is like it's, it's like it's, it's like one part funny, but one part like, totally like, true. Yeah, Producer like, Julius will let us know when we've gone. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's real is funny, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's fucked up for sure. We're for already sure. canceled, so at this point, we would just have to get. If you've been listening to this episode, we might as well just go all the way in. We would just get punched in the face. Nothing left. Nothing else you guys can do to us. I privilege. Got you where you are today. I mean, but I mean, we laugh about that, but that's like I feel like it's got to be partially true, right? Right. Um, because like I think that uh, the transition from hip hop, because I, you know, obviously I did a shit ton of hip. The first year that I did videos, I did three hundred hip hop videos. The first Damn. year that I was doing videos, wow. And so uh, I definitely worked my ass off more than most people, and so like. I definitely. I feel like I earned some. One part. I, one part was earned for sure, but the transition was, I think, easier for me because because of uh, of uh, like racial like, situations. Maybe you're just likable, Jeremy. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely, certainly likable. And people like you. <laughs> you're, you're married. I'm married. Yeah, well, I, I mean, got one that, person that like me forever. Three hundred videos isn't. That's nothing to sleep on. No, definitely not. And I think, you know, and I think that also, you know, I th- it's just like, it's fascinating to think about the the transition because, in my opinion, most people should want to go from hip-hop and they should want to leave hip-hop as fast as possible because it's a shitty place to be. Mm. It, you only do it because you like it. I, the only reason why I do hip-hop videos now is because two reasons. One, I, like, it makes my heart beat and that's like, like my soul sings when I make rap videos and the other part is because I have to give back to the community that built me right. but the the, the other side of it is though I bought a house and I bought you know a car and I paid for my wife's wedding and shit like that through not hip hop because I got out as fast as I fucking could because I needed to make money to survive and you're referring to it as more on like a very like initial level of independent hip hop not like mainstream hip hop and yeah, I mean, you could even uh, you could almost argue or, that or more a like, lot of or like, like homie hop. Yeah, but well, I mean, no, I mean, you could talk I mean, to like even if you look at Jay Z, yeah. like you know, Jay Z's not making money because his records sell sold. That fool makes money on his alcohol, his clubs, fucking title. Right. You know, he's making you know, and like Nipsey Hussle made money on you know making people feel sorry for him and buy his record or whatever and like <laughs> fucking and I love Nipsey Hussle for sure so that but that fool that fool has like a whole empire built on yes he started with hip hop and he touched so many lives with that mm. but that's really just like um just a, a vehicle but, it's a vehicle yeah, and then vehicle. and you and you got to ride it till it takes you where you need to go but anyone that in my opinion that you look up to and that you see as successful or um really making waves in their community or even even be able to like provide for their family nine times out of ten they're probably not doing it on hip-hop the hip-hop was that vehicle to get them where they need to be but i think that we all use hip-hop as a transitional piece to be like Word. we need to get to the, the where are we going next you but know? it still has its its sense of relevancy because you know jay-z he put his album out dropped his album last year mm-hmm. uh nipsey he's still putting he's putting out another album but or, but the things with those guys is that they have something to say now yeah they have they, they, this is this is almost like their give back right they're like hey motherfuckers i know that you listen to hip-hop and that you know there you have the opportunity to listen to these guys that are like let's do xanax and fucking feel sorry for ourselves and do all this shit or we could say let's listen to some shit that like 
I'm a fucking billionaire because I'm self-made and I did all this shit. So let me just let me wrap that to you, so you can. That's how you. That's how people are learning these days. That's how people are are digesting information is is through hip hop. Right. And so if that's a if that's a form of information sales, then fuck it, give them something good, and then sell that shit. In my opinion. I agree. I agree. I agree. So can we go ahead and be honest with each other and just mm-hmm. say that hip hop is not necessarily where the money is? You do it because you fuck love it. No. Right. You we got a, we got AP in the building in the back. Would you would you say that, bro? Yeah. Yeah. We were just saying we, what yeah. you want to do a movie next, right? Yeah. I agree. You know, it's like you can get you know, fuck even if you're a fucking you know fucking graphic third, designer well, or like not even not <laughs> even like yeah. not even a star in the film, but even if you're like fucking second two or third mm-hmm. two, you're making way more cake than off your spins up from right. And it's all it's, it's all content creation and, and entertainment mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whether it's right. music, movies, whatever. So go where the bag is at. Is what I say. Yeah. Why am I trying go to shoot Pape's bail? Like hip hop. Y'all got to do better. Y'all don't pay anybody. Y'all right. don't pay talk, any... Talk as producer, Dave. Y'all don't, y'all don't pay any of the creatives. <laughs> y'all don't pay the producers. Y'all don't pay the quick. graphic designers. Right. Y'all don't pay the videographers. Mm. Y'all don't pay But who's paying the rapper, though? Nobody. Because right. they don't have the budget to pay us, the producer and the graphic designer, because who's paying the rapper? But that's the, why everybody got to You have to, have, you have, to have fuel to start the machine. And even, it, as it, a, even as a rapper, like it, it has never been easier to get your music out than in 2018. Right. For sure. There's no music, there's no excuse to not make something. Well, that's, that's another reason why there's not that much money in it either. Because it's so accessible. Right. I mean, they, the, the, the barrier yeah. to entry is, is like, you know, the music industry originally was the 4040 Club and now all of a sudden it's fucking... Uh, no. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Epernay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But everyone paid a little twenty bucks, and you're cool, yeah. right? But um, but it, that like that devalues everything, and now all of a sudden everybody is a celebrity. And it's like, well, no, your shit's fucking dumb. You maybe just have, you know, a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of clout tokens, wherever that lays or however that works out for you, right? And if we look at hip hop, like we don't respect our legends at all. We don't respect the people that have been putting, you know, ten plus years in the game, like Bow Wow. Shouts out Bow Wow, bro. That's goat to me. But no, yeah. but no like, like once like a rapper hits a certain age, yeah. like you know, like thirty five plus or forty plus, mm-hmm. we just we don't have any respect for them unless they started making right. moves outside of music. Right. The reason Bow Wow well, has a hard time doing anything. Oh, uh, we now. back on Bow Wow. Oh no, we don't care about Bow Wow. No, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> any kind of artist like that, like Bow Wow, who started when they was that young, it's hard for them to get taken serious once they reach legal age because it's everybody like I just spent ten years yeah. watching you rap about playgrounds and shit. Now right. you're still a kid. Right. Uh, now, now you, now you drinking lean and fucking bitches. Right. 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 It's, like, it's hard for well, that transition. I think it's like to your Right. To your point, though, Davey, I think that um, I think that there's like a, a misconception between um, like being cool and being successful, yeah. and yeah. like 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 I just turned thirty this year, oh, and so my I went I've been through like going through this transition because like the dope game was lit very lit in my mm-hmm. opinion, and we were doing some cool shit, um, and I was fucking cool. Right, right, right. But now I'm like, also, I think I'm still cool, but but I'm also way more paid, bro. And I don't give, really give a fuck about, like, if someone sees me at, like, I'm almost frustrated when someone's like, 
when I go to a bar and they're like, oh, you should listen to my shit or we should work or whatever. It's like, right. okay, cool, bro. Fucking email me or whatever. Like, I'm not... I don't need to be in the streets. I don't need to fucking entertain these dumbass conversations at the bar to feel like I'm part of the community. Right. I, I put in the work. I, in my opinion, help build the community. We all help build the community. A lot of people, you know, that's a wonderful thing. We don't need to dwell on that. Fucking, we all did our little shit to build the community. And now, like, as we get older, it's like, uh, fucking, like, I... You gotta pay a mortgage. Yeah, shit. yeah. Right. I'm paying a mortgage. Yeah. I'm taking care of a wife. I'm fucking preparing for the next generation of papes and shit. And so, like, I don't really give a fuck about your mixtape, and I don't give a fuck about the next club night or like Wednesday wackies or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucking, go ahead and eat your tacos, bro, and drink Ciroc. That's fucking tight for right. you. But I'm now I'm 30, and that shit's super lame to me. And right. not super lame, just like it, it has no relevance like, in my like life. It has no yes. relevance in my priorities life. Priorities change. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah. it's just like as you get older as a rapper, you should have an exit strategy, I think. Or right. as you get older as a human being, you should have exit strategies. Right, and that goes, you know? that goes back to what you were saying with like Jay Z and Nipsey. It kind of, that's being translated for the, the music now. You know what I mean? Like the now they're just making the music, like you said, to put you up on game because it's like. When I listen to 444, I'm like, damn, like I get this Jay Z. You know I mean, oh. like back in the day, I got the the um, the the dope man Jay Z because right. you know that's what I was on. But now so it's like we grew with him, right? Now right. it's like, damn, I want this black excellence. I want this legacy. I mm-hmm. want this credit. <laughs> yeah, you know right. I mean, for sure. Yeah. We were just listening to the new Nipsey on the way here because yeah. it's just like that's where we are at in our lives, and mm-hmm. it, like it resonates with us. But it's not on some like I don't know, young kid shit. Right, As he's already he's already fulfilled his exit strategy. That Nipsey's doing fine. Yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Cryptocurrency companies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't need us to play his records. To he's not concerned about. Yeah, shout out to Nipsey. Invest. Yes, stay, stay, for sure. Stay up Invest. on what he's doing. Multiple streams of revenue. Mm-hmm. Look like, out for that new uh, crypto coin that Nipsey's uh, working yeah. on. Uh, Investing. We'll have that conversation. Later. <laughs> so, what's been like the craziest? Um, videography experience that you've had just just some off the wall shit that's no, off the wall shit uh like whether it's working with clients artists the weird the weird well my first video was easily the weirdest well shit can i do like a two-parter story and you, can, and you can edit Man, it down as you already know you can do it every <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a thanks blood <laughs> <laughs> you got it you got it, you got it. <laughs> All right, so this is a two. This is my two-part tale of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so Turner Jackson and I, uh, I'll, I'll try and tell this as fast as possible. Turner Jackson and I fucking shot this first video that either of I had both worked on ever in front of a bed sheet in my apartment, and I tweeted it to some of my favorite directors, and one of them hit me back and was like, "Hey, bro, shit was super cool. Can you please come out to Atlanta? I got a project. I'm working working with Gucci Man." And uh, love to have you direct it. And so the next day, I flew it to Atlanta, and I and I misunderstood like what all was going to happen. <laughs> and so I didn't have any money, or like I thought I was going to get like paid for this, or like somehow like you know at least like a place to stay. Right. Did not. And fucking so like I'm out here and I'm shooting this fucking video with Gucci Man, and then um, like we all rap, and they're like, "All right, cool, see you later." And I'm like. Oh, we're like, no, like no one's taking me to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. Right. <laughs> so, 
And so the fucking trap house that you see in that Gucci Man video, I ended up just sleeping on the fucking foyer of the like on the floor of, and just like uh, holding my <laughs> holding my laptop, and uh, then I had my camera underneath my head because I was because like dope fiends were real, like that was a real trap house, and so right. like people were like really using it, and so like I was like, oh man, this is wacky and so fucking uh so that was the first night so then i hopped on this train and rode it around for the second night third night i get in and i link up with the director again and we're like okay cool we're gonna shoot this joker video and joker just got arrested like a couple days before on some like gun shit and so we're like fuck it we're just gonna joker had like these really iconic tattoos on his hands and so we drew them on my um my uh my dude figs who's like the most legendary dude ever so shout out to figs for making me who i am today and uh he he drew them on his hands and we go up uh in this helicopter and he's filming on this helicopter and we land and all of a sudden we like when we get back down the car that we took there to get there is gone Uh. (laughs) and so like okay this is fucking weird and uh so we go to fucking uh we're like sitting around some guy comes to pick us up we drive by this bar in downtown east atlanta and fucking there's the car I'm like oh, okay cool no big deal let's we'll go in the bar address whoever has the keys grab the keys say no big deal just got our car and uh turns out that guy was not having it at all and fucking we had to like fix beat the shit out of this dude in the parking lot and everyone came out some dude thought that we were stealing his car because it looked like it you know because we were going in there and uh they pulled the car up and backed our car in so we fucking just had to like ram that car out of the way fucking figs hopped in the car go to the apartment where all our shit was at load up the whole apartment and we go to mike will's studio all the while like the police are like flooding this apartment building we're just like watching it all (laughs) from mike will's studio we're like we like left half our shit at mike will's studio just to like fucking wow get on the plane and fix went to atlanta or la to go meet with juicy j and i just fucking went back home for a little bit so there's a lot of wildness in atlanta and there's no fucking rules (laughs) all that yeah you get a music video Couple of music videos, right? Gucci Man's wild foot. Well, old Gucci Man was <laughs> oh. fat boy Gucci Man. Man this is dope, though, man. That's a crazy story. ass story. I'm just sitting here like, right? You took your car. You was in a helicopter. I'm still tripping that you was in a helicopter for one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you come back with cars. Just Atlanta, Atlanta. I mean, Jay's story about Atlanta is like is so on point because, and like, I guess is cool to hear her say that about how she like builds characters yeah out there because it's so true like we have so much talent here in denver but there's not enough infrastructure and so when you like i lived out in atlanta for like a month and a half of catch lungs doing a bunch of shit and just like being a part of the community and stuff and like seeing how the infrastructure was already there mm-hmm. was uh, like game-changing right because it just like just makes plug, everybody like work you know right? yeah, yeah like it was like oh i got this so fucking do this like i remember i was rocking with barber t he was like duct tape guy and fucking he's just a barber who fucking and he had a whole tv show and i was like yeah. that's yeah. fucking nuts and but and here it's like we have a barber that could outcut that full times a million but there's not an infrastructure so you can't right. do it and you probably had like tons of networks who were willing to, you know, work with people and get original content right, and for radio sure. stations that were looking for original content. Right. KS one oh seven five. Fuck y'all. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Continue. 
Fuck them. <laughs> Continue. Actually, no. if that's how you feel graffiti. <laughs> Continue. But anyways. I, I feel ever, that way, too. Yeah, man, me too. But that's what I'm about. So. But um, you ever just sit back and like, damn, man, the life of paper's crazy. How do you survive? Like, damn, you should have been dead. Yeah, <laughs> you should have been dead. Because like you said, you sobered up now. Clap that up. Let's clap that up. Yeah, I, don't, hey. I mean, I don't do drugs. Or... I mean, you know I don't what do I mean. coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't do, you don't do that shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of sober up. Sober up like I'm on shrooms you. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take my clap back. Lighter drugs. Co- yeah, coke is fucked. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. Molly. But do shrooms. You regret anything? <laughs> uh... <laughs> This one time I fucked a girl in the ass and her dog ate my condom and I felt bad about the dog. Yo, what? Wait. <laughs> that was a big regret. I didn't see it going that way at all. Like, I, don't, I don't have no more questions. Is the dog okay? I hope. Wait, uh, was, it like hacked it up. I think Bro. it did. It did. It really did. I watched it. I should have. It, it was before Snapchat or else that would have definitely been. <laughs> I would have had hella followers. Okay. Or <laughs> what, what else do you regret? <laughs> Let's play. Well, while we're on it, what, yeah. is what, what is Jeremy Bateman regret? No, I think that was pretty much the only one because I like dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was about the dog. Why are you doing dogs, man? Yeah, man. I just got a puppy today. Yeah. <laughs> I did. What kind? Uh, the puppy's name is. Please hold. <laughs> Winston. Winston. <laughs> well, they were going to go with Harvey. Oh, yeah, we were going to go with Harvey. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Winston. Winston. <laughs> Winston. 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 Guy, it's not a pool. I look like a pool guy. You definitely look like wow. a pool guy. You probably got like a Frenchie, yeah. Um, Bloods, it's a fucking healer, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, not a ahead. blue healer, though. It's a red healer. Man, <laughs> it's fake. Who are we not offended? It's, it's fake, man. Like, we didn't get yeah, it. Who, 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 who else do we have left? Who else do we have left? Who's left, man? Fuck tacos. <laughs> Just joking. I love tacos. Yeah, tacos is off, <laughs> off the chart. You might have to like run up on some yo tacos. No, that's where I draw the line. Right? <laughs> Everything else is on the board. We love tacos, bro. Uh-oh, Shoot, fifty eight got a question. Come here, bro. Yeah, So you was talking about uh, looking to the dope game. Yeah. So is there anything you would do different with it now than you did then? Definitely. That's a great question. Look at Kendrick with that's the, a uh, that's a great the question. real journalist question. That's a real good question. I think, um, yeah, I think uh, I wouldn't have scaled it so fast. I think I probably would have kept it much smaller. Like, uh, um, you have to identify. I'm like thinking about AP as he as I'm answering this question because I think like the dope game was like a shitty squizzy gang. You know what I mean? Like it was like a bunch of really good friends that fucking make me rap music together. We just didn't have like the the infrastructure, and I think that I like I I it was more like a friendship thing for me, and less of like a business thing. And so I was like less thoughtful about it. And I think that that, interestingly enough, has affected me now. I was even talking to Jason about that the other day. Is like 
you know, I almost like have PTSD from answering my phone now because I'm like, ugh. Anytime <laughs> my phone rings, I know that someone's going to ask me for shit. Right. And that's kind of like how that was. Um, because it was just like a lot of, you know, my heart goes out to Francois. <laughs> but I think that, I think that, you know, if you keep it smaller and scale according to the speed in which your artists are growing, you'll be in better off position. Because uh, we just got like too excited too fast, I like, think. Basically what you're saying is, is you was moving too fast for artists to keep up. For sure. I think like we were all like... Our dreams were going, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, like, because we were doing, like, art. Sh- as a whole, it was moving too fast for everybody to kind of keep up with. I would say that I outworked anyone that would even claim to be Welcome to the Dumb Game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like, everyone could probably agree with that because they're all my brothers still. And we're, and we're all still brothers. And, that like, that's the family still. But no one can argue that I work. Like, no one even touches my work ethic. I don't think. Um, that's true. That's what I'm about to ask next. Is everybody still good? Yeah, no, that's like we, I mean, we just had like Christmas party, Halloween party. Like yeah. we all do like weekends together, Sunday fun days. Like that. that's still the family. Um, I think. And also the other thing though too, that just come back to Davey's point about like, you know, rappers paying for shit and stuff like that is like it's easier for me to sell my product than it is for a rapper to say, "Hey, you should pay me to be on this show." Mm. You know what I mean? Because my my service offers an instant gratification mm-hmm. and in a very clear way from which me to say, you know, this is a thousand dollars or this is fifteen hundred dollars or whatever it is, and and for like, you know, a Rob or a Sid or a Turner to be like. You should pay me fifteen hundred dollars for a show. They would probably get laughed the fuck out of the building, right? Right. Not because they're not worth that, but because in the Denver climate, that's just not really happening. Other other than you know a select few, and even that just happened probably recently. Right. You know, because probably I'd say I'd even go as far to say like five to ten percent of it was that we're ahead of our time, and we were we were definitely doing a lot of shit that was very cool and very avant-garde for what we were for the for the space that we were in and the time and place that we were working within i agree i think that we definitely pushed the cards for sure right so there won't be a resurgence of welcome to the dope game well no fuck no (laughs) (laughs) see like that (laughs) first (laughs) yeah unless it's tattooed on you (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the fam. We're rocking with it and fucking, yeah, that was a, that was the era, yeah. you know. I think that was a magical time, and that and that you know that also built, you know, me and everybody else, and that taught us a, a gang of shit, bro. And I hope that, and I hope that one day when Jay's fucking pitching a Colorado hip hop story to VH1, I think that they'll probably. The, I don't think you can talk about Denver hip hop without talking about the Welcome to the Dub Game because right. I think our party, I think our parties were the most live, and there will be never be any more lit parties than Welcome to the Dub Game parties. So everybody was doing coke in them motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <Do not>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was doing allegedly. coke. <laughs> Word, man. Yeah. Damn. Well, we can fuck with you forever. Pay pause, but <laughs> actually, just last question. Shoot. One piece of love, knowledge, advice you will leave with the world. What would that be? Mm, great question. 
Could I give a one of each? What, what was it? Love. What was knowledge, it? Knowledge, advice. Whatever. Love, knowledge, advice. Can I get? Yeah, let me. Do, this let is me, a cool let me quote t- for Facebook. Damn. <laughs> 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 well, okay, because I always, I always think that. Okay, so let me give you like the yin and the yang of Pape, because I think that there's the, I think that there's the angry Jeremy and there's the the loving Jeremy, and I think, uh, Ben Jeremy would say, "Thug life, bitch, fuck them all, and just get your money, bro. Fuck everybody, man. They don't give a fuck about you, so get your bread." And then the other half of me would say. Um, that the community is what kind of makes you, and I think that you need to definitely um, enjoy those people around you, and that that's like really kind of all you that you have. So the journey is that all that it is, and it doesn't really matter about the end goal. I think that just love those people with, that are on your journey together, that's and right. just fucking ride with them. So in terms of uh, social media, how can people follow you? Like, if I want to get my mixtape to you, yeah, what's the best, if you what's go, the best way? Yeah, uh, Pornhub.com <laughs> backslash nastypape.html. What's that? Is that shit <laughs> <laughs> Collective Culture, man. Uh, Collective-culture.com. Um, my, my Instagram is at consequence, K-O-N-S-E-Q-U-E-N-C-E. And that was my gang name. On Bloods. On Bloods. Right. And that's how we're going to end the show, On Bloods. Yeah. <laughs> I got love of the Chris, too. This, anyways, <laughs> this, was, this, this has been the life of I'm not here. I'll repeat I'm not here. <laughs> on Bloods. I just got here. <laughs> uh, and we out. Skirt. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water. Vitamin water. Regular water. Vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water. Vitamin water. Regular water. Vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso.